Hey, yo, what's up? Thanks for tuning in to The Catalyst with Aaron Schiller. This show is really my first spinoff show. My wife and I have a podcast called The Muse and The Catalyst, which has just been a, an amazing project to do with her and really has set me off in a lot of directions. And it, it just became clear that I needed to have my own spot to be able to share um, what I'm going through in my life and, and some of the, the pearls of wisdom that are coming through it. And, and also to share other people's stories that, that come across my my life. And uh, I needed a place to do it. And so Anchor, my first podcast on Anchor. So super excited to play on that platform and uh, to share my, my, my story. And uh, the last, I'd say the last three months have been really super interesting for me, super challenging. I have spent the last four plus years as a coach working with families and businesses and individuals who wanted to uh, make changes in their life, who needed a catalyst to help them move forward and break patterns and to live the life that they are wanting to live for themselves, but just struggling to do so. And I had an amazing experience doing that. I met a lot of amazing people. I learned a lot about myself. I got to focus on myself because one of the things about working to help people in their lives is that you constantly have to be doing the work yourself, or at least that's my belief. And so I am in another one of those moments in my life where I am being challenged to grow personally as I support other people to grow in their lives. One of the things I learned recently about myself is that I don't do well with things staying the same. I really love things changing and moving and I just can't sit still to some extent. And so three and a half months ago, maybe even longer, I started working um, with a CEO and founder um, down in Los Angeles, a guy by the name of Jason Hardy. And we just, you know, sometimes you work with someone and it becomes clear you're like family. And the more we work together, the more I felt connected to him and what he was working on with his company, music. And so I made the crazy jump to go from being a coach to being a a full-time employee of the company and taking on a role of VP of people to help the company uh, really be able to grow, bring on new people to take on the different workflows that need to happen and to help the people that were already there find a certain flow and rhythm um, to be able to launch the company to the next level that, that is coming for them. And um, it's been an amazing experience. But part of what I committed to in the process of taking a job after four years being just a self-employed coach was commuting from San Francisco, where I'm based, to Los Angeles every week. And so that required me to be sort of on um, regular commute on airplanes, in cars, every week, getting back and forth. And I would say that, you know, the first month and a half, first two months, super exciting, felt like I was doing something ridiculous, something I had never thought I would do, which is really like my favorite thing. When I find myself doing something that I didn't think I would do, or I didn't think was possible, it's when I feel like I'm in my most fun state of being. It fills me with so much excitement and joy and possibility. And then something happens, like a routine hits. And month one, month two, all of a sudden into the beginning of month three, it was kind of like I was in a routine. It wasn't um, this thing that I had never thought I would do. It was this thing I'd been doing. And I had to get on a plane every Monday morning around 7 a.m. Car would pick me up about 5.15. And I'd have to head to Los Angeles. And even the way I'm talking right now, like I have to, right? Like I went from this thing I get to do to all of a sudden I, I was sort of in job mode of I have to go to this thing. I have to do it. And, 
Um, and, and it's just not true. And so this show in some ways is a response to my own need to break free of a pattern of my own, which is that I have to do something. No, the truth is I get to do this. I get to go down to Los Angeles and be part of this amazing company and work with amazing people, some of the most successful people in the world, and get to have a shot at doing something so few people get to do. And so I need that reminder. This show is my own reminder to myself to stay in that flow, to recognize that I don't have to do anything, but I get to, and I'm privileged to, and I want to. And uh, that just feels so much different than that feeling of what so many people go through when they feel like they have to go do something or they feel trapped in something. And that, that feeling is like my least favorite feeling. Feeling trapped or oppressed by something I've created. Because ultimately, I've created what I'm into too, right? Like I recognize that through my coaching and, and reaching out and getting to know me, more people, I met Jason, Star Wars. Like, so I was part of that whole creation myth of my life. And so I just want more of that. I just want to be more in my own state of creation and, and really allowing myself to co-create with my, my support teams and the people in my life and the people I'm working with, the reality I want to live into. You know, and, it, and even like the other day, I was, I was, you know, reading the news about all these elections going on and I was like, God, I got to go to Georgia. And I started looking at flights to, to go to Georgia to help canvas and, and to help you know, try to elect the first black woman to be governor of Georgia. What an amazing moment for Stacey Abrams. Like, I hope that happens. I, I pray that happens this next week. Um, I ended up not going. My family was like, how can you get on another airplane when you're always traveling? And so I opted not to do that, but I did sign up to make phone calls um, to support the campaign. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And I just feel like, you know, it's something I've never done. I'm just looking for those things. Where are those places that I can free myself up to recognize that there are things right in front of me that I've never done before, that I want to do, that excite me, that make me feel that joy and happiness that I love. That's like my favorite state of being. Like people who know me, when I'm in that state of joy and happiness and excitement, it's contagious. It's the, it's the magic of my life. It's what I'm here to share with the world. And when I become infected with sort of, or allow myself to become infected with society's sort of ways of, of low vibrational states of being, of unkindness, of, of grinding, of feeling like I have to do things. I'm not useful to myself or to anybody else. So this show, The Catalyst, the first episode, this is about us always being in a state of possibility, of recognizing that in this moment, we have some say in what our life looks like in the next moment, and we can move towards that versus feeling like victims to what we've created for ourselves. And even for those people who are living in really harsh, oppressive environments, there are still ways, there are still opportunities, there's still hope to catalyze your situation. I believe it, I've seen it, I've been in some really hard environments, I've worked in group homes with kids who are wards of the state, and I've, I've, I've worked with young men in, in prison who... Um, were incarcerated before they were even 18 in, in, in the YGC in San Francisco. And I, I've seen firsthand people rise up and recognize that, yes, this is the cards I've been dealt. This is what my life looks like right now, but it's not what I want my life to look like moving forward. So whatever your life looks like right now, it can change moving forward. It can. Even if you think it can't, it still can. But if you think it can't, it probably won't, right? And that's sort of the part the first part of the magic of all of this is that 
you know, if you don't believe in love anymore, I was talking to someone I work with who's like, just had enough life experiences where she just feels like she doesn't believe in love anymore. And it like, it kind of hurt me at first. Cause I was like, what? How do you not believe in love? How do you not believe in love? When love is so much about what we're about as people, it's what we're, what we do best. It's the best of us, right? Like even people who I totally disagree with, even people who have vicious, terrible belief systems that I am somewhat appalled by, those people still love. They still love their children, still love their families. Love is something we all share, unites us all, across belief sets, across religion. I don't think there's any difference between Jewish love and Christian love and Muslim love and racist love. Like People all love is love. So when a coworker of mine said she didn't like she doesn't believe in love, I was like, wow, not believing in love would be a huge love blocker, I bet. And in that moment I was kind of playing a little bit, I could see that love was not dead in her, it was just asleep. And so I became curious, how how do we turn up the love light in somebody who feels like love is dead? How do we turn up the love light in people who have been hurt in relationships? who have been through terrible breakups or who are going through terrible breakups, who really question, will I ever love again? Do I even want to if this is what love is? So that's what we're going to do on this show. We're going to jump into all these things because this is what's important to me. This is what I care about. And if I'm not doing what I care about, then I don't know. what What's the point of any of it? So please, if you listen to this, you have questions, or you want to encourage me on, I, I would appreciate it. I really believe I have a team of support, which is, you know, on this earth plane and on others that are guiding me forward. And I got to be on that team. I, like, it's so important to me right now. Because when I'm on that team, I can do a show like this. I haven't wanted to do anything like this for a while. So lots of love. Episode one, my first show on Anchor, The Catalyst. We will change our lives together. We will find hope where hope is not had we will find ways to be alchemists of our own life we will make whatever we want possible for ourselves happen and we'll do it together because i know that's what i'm focused on right now and anybody who's in on that game with me we're family you'd be surprised how much i care about you really really quickly because like i said we're all human beings we're all one tribe we just don't know it we don't see it we've been blinded by this reality broken up into different religions in different ways well i hear one of my daughters calling me i think that's the end of this episode i love you all to be continued let's make it happen peace and love